Hello, welcome again to the Mike Thrays podcast. You listen to your host, Mike Thrays. And today, I want to go into something that I, I talk a lot about in my recent work I'm intending to publish probably the next two to three months. It's in the editing stage at the moment. And it's built on everything I've been talking about in the, in the prior episodes around conscious entrepreneurship and going down that mystical path with the I am consciousness of connecting with Joseph Benner and Saint Germain. And really, yeah, Christ consciousness principles about you are the creator of your own reality and the, the consciousness you embody is how you kind of perceive that reality. That it's almost like we wear certain roles, like like in a movie, where it's probably no good. We're so drawn to movies and narrative and storytelling and not just film, but pre-film, obviously, um, written stories and the oral tradition of home and the Odyssey, the Iliad. But storytelling is something that's deeply connected to our subconscious. It's, it's how we perceive in our world, how to tell our truths and, and kind of cloak our identity. But there's this interesting realisation that seems to come on the awakening journey that you may be in a similar boat that more than spiritual attraction and the idea that we're all energy and hence we emit a frequency. And that from this frequency, our thoughts and beliefs which I talked about in last week's episode, that the programming of our frequency ultimately connects to the reality of how we're seeing. And so the environment of what we're being brought up in is ultimately kind of like a tuning fork of our frequency. That we're already unconditional love, we're full, whole, complete, we're infinite beings, divine beings that create our reality. So we already come with this God force, the ability to create our reality, but we're kind of tuned to the frequency of the environment that, that kind of connects that energetic frequency. But more than that, the law of attraction, spiritual awakening, is the belief, if you're willing to believe that you can perceive it, is that these beliefs are all connected to a role. They're connected to archetypes. They're connected to story in our culture. So this is the interesting thing around stories and frequency and how we perceive that reality. And this is something that's investigated a lot with archetypes. I understand a number of psychologists and philosophers have dug deep into this. But I think more than going into conceptual understanding, and you can't really necessarily get there conceptually. If you listen to this, it's probably something that's connected with your heart that feels of resonance to you because you've gone through some form of spiritual awakening experience and you could be in this bit of Alice in Wonderland space that you've done dived down the rabbit hole and you're seeing how everything you were once taught around practical reality, it doesn't really tend to apply. It's more connected how you perceive it. You've got a lot less resistance flowing through the body. You've kind of adjusted the tuning fork. We, you're aware that you create your reality from your thoughts, but what seems to be occurring is that more than choosing each conscious thought, the thoughts are connected to a role or archetype that you embody in the reality. And the most common archetype that seems to exist at least from my own perspective and at my own challenge and you may have a different perspective but for me it seems to be the warrior hero which in space of duality is also victim perpetrator so it's these two sides of the same coin that either a hero warrior needs a 
victim, a perpetrator to rescue or fight against. It's the idea of duality, that everything that seems to exist in the outer reality that we give our attention to about trying to prove our worth or create a separate other comes from this role that we play about the hero that's often celebrated in our stories, our culture. But what the hero and warrior energy is really encouraging us to do is to give our energy, our attention to an illusory out there. When the infinite I am divine creator that you are is already full, whole, complete in here. So even though I was just doing some recent uh, YouTube posting and I've been editing my books, uh, this particular book I've been working on around conscious entrepreneurship at the moment, and even listening to content around that, it's amazing what seems to happen when you consistently embody an archetype that's basically beyond archetypes. You kind of are willing to give up identity that is that I am presence. You, you give up attachment to needing to be validated. As even the need to be validated, proven out. So well, is that same archetypal hero, warrior, victim, perpetrator energy, three-dimensional energy of needing to effort in order to prove one's worth. That you can't be happy unless I've achieved this. And when the you've achieved that, that you look for something else to achieve. There's a consistent kind of something's missing. You feel that what what's missing in me? But as you kind of let go of that, you embody more of that awakening perspective consistently, you come into the flow space that you've already, you become aware that you've stepped in and out of flow probably throughout much of your life, but you didn't necessarily even see it as flow. It was kind of this inspired doing where you just act. And then that acting, whether it's, yeah, a lot of time exercise is really good for this because you're out of the mind and that's why people really enjoy exercise or kind of flow-based activity, painting, drawing. Um, gardening, where you kind of you're in an activity that's cultivated in a being dimension, a flow dimension that's not focused on mind conceptualization of us versus them fighting, because this is what seems to exist in these these warrior energies and even the the Hod of the Odyssey, uh, the, the the Iliad, uh, these Greek tragedies. Is it's about a warrior motif that kind of, uh, you know, the warriors are fighting. They feel like they're fighting for something bigger than them. But the tragedy seems to be that they're really fighting themselves. They're fighting the subconscious mind. Their subconscious mind is creating all the blocks. And then Odysseus starts to return home to Penelope. He goes off to a war that is the Iliad. They're connected with the Iliad. He's fighting in a foreign conflict in order to prove or at least kind of maintain the identity of being this hero. But then he's kind of, he's literally thrown into the subconscious ocean of, of, of kind of self-doubt and proving and ethening. And it's almost like his whole identity is necessarily stripped away from him until he can come back to the place of the heart where nothing's really missing. So this is why these stories seems to exist in our culture, but we misinterpret them and we create them out into this sporting arena of, you know, one's better than the other and, and us versus them. And we see energy as something to be forced and taken from the other, that it's about a gladiatorial combat. And this becomes self-fulfilling. But it's also the the propensity to take to the F degree creates a shift, and not just from an athletics perspective, whether it's in corporate land or entertainment, to consistently look to outdo another, to attach one's worth, is ultimately to attract the space of suffering, where suffering collapses the identity and sees that 
you went beyond all roles. No role can ever be self-fulfilling because a self, in terms of our daily perspective, is always looking through another. And this is what I've come across recently, even with the spiritual awakening community, is there's still a lot of spiritual ego. It's something that I've been working through and it's something that it needs to be really, I feel it's important to draw a lot of awareness to this, that there could still exist this warrior, victim, hero, kind of perpetrator archetype in the, in the spiritual awakened space. And it's almost like on the awakening journey, you, you kind of become more aware of your thoughts and beliefs create your reality. And so you're there aware and you, you're endeavoring to be conscious, to do conscious acts. But in trying to force consciousness, you're also often casting victims on this space, people that you need to be better than to rescue. You are looking through an external out there to prove how conscious you are. You are unconsciously casting characters in this play of awakening of Maya. And this is what seems to happen, that we, we look at relationships of living in, like going through that conscious raising, consciousness raising perspective, that look what that narcissist did to me or that empath is I'm an empath I should create these situations this this is a situation that's kind of in what I built more than last week where we're wanting to look for a victim and if it's not us it's also someone else because if we've been victimized we we could be seen as conscious (laughs) oh so they did that to us so I must be a good person. It's that same three-dimensional trap that a lot of these people in the spiritual awakening community are still looking at the external out there. I've been one of them. Where you look, look what they've done to us. But it keeps us in that same loop of victimhood. It's a very subversive act of the ego that's kind of saying, you're not worthy. You still need to prove your worth. And you might be aware that your thoughts and beliefs create your reality. But you still play out the the archetype that's so common in the reality of, of being a hero or a victim when you're continually casting people as either a less than that you need to rescue. They're unconscious and you need to help rescue or save them. Or you literally look for someone, you cast people in your reality as look what they've done to me, look what that relationship did to me or they did those. It's kind of still giving away your own power. I'm not saying don't be aware of the, of the spaces in your reality where you felt real hurt, but it gets to a point where you've got to take off the victim hat. And that might sound really harsh, and I, it's something that I'm embodying the best I can also. Because ultimately, you are the only creator here. No one can ever prove your worth or, or give back that validation that perhaps you were seeking that was creating those victimhood. Because victimhood comes from the space of victimizing yourself, attaching your worth to another. And while that may have happened when you were very young and you were literally in the space of unconscious caregivers or an environment where you were trying to please, ultimately, you've got to give up the need to please, to, to give up this need to continually casting victim on your reality and you might feel that well, why is that so important like what, what about all those things that those people did to me ultimately it's not about if you want to change your reality your conscious reality it's not about the other people 
that's ultimately you can't change others in order to change yourself <laughs> if you continue looking through another to prove or attach your worth you'll always be looking for the other to be your validation of worth you look through a victim to to kind of yeah help rescue you look what I've done for you look or you kind of embody that victim mentality yourself look what they've done to me look at the situations and the rally out there how I've been victimized and it becomes a consistent loop no one can rescue you other than you realizing you're already rescued to be unconditional love to be I am is literally to deprogram the archetypes so how do you turn off the switch of cloaks of identity by seeing that you're beyond all the cloaks, all the roles of identity, that you are the creator of your own play. So I listened to something yesterday, which was so good to listen to, because the kind of what I'm saying here is that when you choose, it's kind of a gradual thing. You, you kind of choo- choose, you consciously choose to stop looking for victims, whether it's you or the other, and as you stop looking to be a hero or a rescuer. And you embody that unconditional love within you. You literally see that there's nothing missing you. You believe it. You continually practice with through affirmation, through books, or just really meditation. And, and because you become that frequency, you've you kind of change the tuning fork. Of, you've deprogrammed yourself. You attract people that embody that same belief. And this is why you arrive the content of videos and books. People talk about that same thing, and and it might not make sense to your older perception of reality but this is what happened to me yesterday when I, I came across a video I've been really listening to a lot of Neville Goddard stuff and, and the I am principle but I, I came across people like me conscious entrepreneurs people trying to create content where they were talking about literally reframing their reality through changing their subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is basically your divine I am your, your inner reality your perception of self and it's almost like when you see that your subconscious mind is what you just believe about reality, and while it might have been tuned to a frequency of lack and this, this storytelling of us versus them, and hence wanting to continually look through an external out there, if you embody in a, a space of being full, whole, complete already, that reality must change. You literally reprogram the subconscious mind to not be programmed towards lack, it, the, kind of be more that there's nothing missing. You, you take away the, the conceptual idea of lack and that you need to effort. So it's this interesting perspective that external reality change therefore becomes more about tuning the inner perception of self of, of being full, whole and complete already. Kind of decluttering the subconscious mind. That this, this idea that there was anything missing in you that there was something either wrong with you. And this is what I've been working through a lot lately. It's built on all my projects around the, my journey uh, of spiritual awakening. And seeing that there was never anything missing in me is there's nothing missing in you. And, and this is what happened on the, this video I was listening to yesterday, connected with that, from Joseph Rodriguez, a, a YouTuber. He's a conscious entrepreneur and I've been listening to him for a long time. He was having a, con- a, a conversation with someone and he, he has a business background. They both have business IT backgrounds. He's talking to another Joseph, Joseph Ally. 
and they were talking about something I feel that resonates and it's so connected with what I believe and it's not necessarily something I've seen a lot of my immediate network but when you kind of embody it more you attract these people and see the same the same reality top reality you is their reality was changing people were changing based on how they deprogrammed the subconscious mind of limiting beliefs in lack and victim they stopped seeing themselves as a victim they stopped seeing reality as something about where you have to force an effort and compete or take from others they literally were embracing this principle that there's nothing missing and so how may I best serve how may I have harmonious live in a spirit of flow and harmony while still being in a receiving mode for the, having a conscious business and really having conscious relationships and having that intention and being willing to allow it let go of it rather than having to force it or effort in the external reality literally allowing the subconscious mind to reprogram itself reprogram them a space of literally being deprogrammed, not being programmed to anything, being, being that full, whole, complete, divine I am presence, which is not missing anything. Their reality becomes in flow and harmony. It, it, it's a space of ease. And there's this real inner power that's spaces where they're directly accountable for everything that happens in their reality. They're not looking like what I've come across in certain social media, and I've definitely been part of this. Is, Look what that relationship did to me or that person. Or I can't learn to trust again because they did that to me. Rather than being in that victimhood space, that, that works for a time and it's important to feel into that. And I kind of acknowledge that it went really deep in that, in falling and dying, in pain awakening. But ultimately, to come out of the space of, of victimhood, it's not about wanting to blame another or either to forgive another. Forgiveness comes about forgiving yourself forgiving these frequency these these programmed thoughts around lack and effort and trying to force and prove your worth because it doesn't come conscious change doesn't come through changing the, the outer reality it's just kind of moving the, the chairs around the table if you want to embody a new reality it's ultimately about stepping beyond archetypes of role playing and fighting creating a space of unconditionality is ultimately about letting go of conditions so what's going to get you the space to see that you're full whole complete it's not going to come from someone else telling you that ironically they will tell you that they will match that when you believe it in yourself but to see it in that reality it's ultimately about purging purifying the subconscious mind and beliefs around lack so for me when we come across these perspectives, and this is what a good indicator of what was talked about in this video by the two Josephs. When that video comes up, and that content comes up, that conversation with someone comes up, where they're, they're kind of reflecting back to you a story of lack or limitation, rather than casting them in that victim space, oh, look at how they're acting so unconsciously, or, or they're even saying, I need to rescue them. By simply holding the space of presence, being in love, unconditional love, and not and just being grateful for the encounter, not giving resistance to the situation, being present and observing and, and, and being I think that observation is really powerful. And this is something both these people talk about in the video, and I, I feel really it's almost like you're able to be more observant when you embody more unconditional love. Because you're not literally caught up in the conceptual mind, looking what are, thinking, what are, how are they thinking about me, or how what can I say that will prove how 
wonderful and amazing I am, or am I looking the right way? You literally detach the meaning to hold up the self. You become a conjugal presence of that I am. You literally let go of enough programming. And it's like, it's a practice, and it's probably not going to happen today or straight away. But And for me, it's something I've been embodying, particularly the last six months, really building on a lot of the conscious manifestation principles. That realizing that when you're, you've gone through an awakening, you're not missing anything, but to ultimately uh, kind of exist within reality and prosperously, consciously, be a conscious entrepreneur and receive, share your gifts passionately, it's coming from the space of not casting people as victims that you need to save, that looking from the external to prove your worth. It's this kind of paradoxical space that when you're more unconditionally loving and accepting within you, that you, you love and accept yourself completely, the external reality matches that vibration and hence the conversations change and this is what these two people are saying you can be meaning the same people you can have a completely different conversation with someone the next day on a different frequency through literally kind of revising this is a never gone out to me revising the conversation you had with them the previous day seeing it from a different perspective how can i how can i embody a new space around how can i not cast them as a victim or how can i just simply be an embodied presence of unconditional love. And so when you see them in that new space, they reflect a whole new reality back to you. And you seem to think, what is reality? Is it not all the manifestation of my own kind of consciousness? Am I not casting everybody in that same plane? And that might not, and it's quite unlikely going to be um, like rational sense. I can't make rational sense. You don't really get there from rationality. You can't necessarily at this point in time understand it coherently or reasonably. But it seems to be the more you're, you're kind of letting go, again, that's a paradox, the more you let go, the, uh, the increase, the decrease, the more you actually see that there's nothing missing in you, that you don't need to control every facet. You embody this space of everything seems to flow to you with the space of ease and grace you become that conduit of the i am that's not missing anything and because you literally going into wherever you go in your reality you literally are, are kind of connected to your own presence everything seems to just happen organically the right people show up the right opportunities turn up and life is just a lot more at ease because you're not looking for the external to make you feel good you feel good in that reality because you've intended it. You've, you've given yourself permission to receive. Thanks again for listening. If you're interested in learning more about this and, and everything around the spiritual awakening journey and conscious manifestation, you might be interested in investing in my books, which are available for sale on Amazon, both in ebook and paperback. This includes Falling and Dialing and Play on Awakening, which really does delve deep into the space of archetypes to come out the other side as a magician who's really beyond archetypes this unconditionally loving space additionally the the essential code consciously change your life is working with ascension master energies around present moment awareness and being full whole and complete that if you embody the reality of being full and whole your reality must change and using the techniques in this book really helped me raise my consciousness to create a new reality that was not key to lack but really seeing that I and everyone else is really full home complete already thanks again for listening until we talk again bye for now